Hello everybody, welcome to the Daily Tip. My name is Oliver, my mission is to bring you closer to organic Japanese green tea and today we're going to dive into three different matchas. One is Mr. Nakai's premium matcha, second one is Mr. Nakai's washimine and third one is Mr. Nakai's seisui. So these three matchas we are diving into and these three matchas we are going to explore today and I want to explain you a little bit what the taste differences is are of these three matches and then where these taste differences can come from. So first of all let's have a look where this is from. So Mr. Nakai is actually one of or his father at least was one of the birth members of the Japanese Jazz logo so the Japanese Organic Association and the logo thereof so he is only manufacturing green tea which is coming from a Japanese organic certified source and here we have three different um, types. Um, I brought with me three different matchas he's producing and he's actually situated in, um, in the region of Kyoto and um, he's actually producing there since several generations with his family Japanese organic green tea and um, here we have three different kinds so one is uh, the seisui as I said before it is actually yabukita matcha yabukita the most spread common tea variety varietal in Japan here um, we are talking around 70% uh, of the whole tea production in Japan is made with this cultivar so that's his um, Yabukita matcha. Then we have the second one. This is one of our most loved matchas. So this is the matcha washimini coming from an Okumidori cultivar. And actually this one here is also from an Okumidori cultivar, but it is from a higher grade and it is a little bit more expensive in terms of production. Price-wise, these are the same. This one is a little bit cheaper. And I want to draw to dive into um, what actually the taste differences are between these three matchas and uh, guide you a little bit through what you might be looking for when you're tasting a matcha and maybe you can find one of these taste types and then you know at least in which direction you want to go in terms of cultivar. So I guess the first thing we have to do is first have a look at the color of the matcha powder because as you know matcha powder can vary extremely from nearly gray yellowish which is very low quality matcha to super intense green. So let's have a look how these three matchas look like. Therefore I'm going to open them up. I'm gonna put them here on a different plate. So this is number one, the Yabukita, beautiful, beautiful green, intense green color, which you see I take around this measurement, which is around two gram. That's number one. Always important to close it directly after usage. Then we go into the Okumidori, Washimine. And here maybe you can see it, it's a little bit less intense in terms of color. Same amount.
also close it. And then we have the third one. To show you here again, very intense green color, which you can see. And let's put uh, a bit more. Also this matcha on the plate. Voila. Good. So I'm going to put this on the side here. And then let's have a look at these three matchas next to each other. So we can see uh, the Seisui and uh, the Washimina actually pretty close to each other. With the Washimine, and this is super interesting, the Washimine in general shows a little bit more of an olive color. Meanwhile, here we are on a quite decent green, a little bit of a slow, small hint of yellowish, which is typical for the Yabokita. It's not super green, but here when we go to the Okumidori, um, when we compare these two Okumidori actually coming from the same cultivar, we can see actually that there's a quite an intense color difference and it might get me to the assumption that here we have a little bit of a sweeter matcha than here and this was what we're going to test out and here these two could be quite close to each other in terms of taste but um, I see here a little bit greener so actually this one nearly could be a little bit more astringent so just out of the color, you see here very green, a little bit olive green, and here mixed between olive and this strong green color of the first matcha. So here we have three ceremonial matchas. And just out of the color, these are the assumptions I can take. But now we're going to go into the tasting and we're going to verify these different assumptions and just going to have a look how the taste evolves in the preparation of the matchas. Good. For this, I brought three chavans, so three matcha bowls. I will not leave them inside here like that. You can uh, after see them in a transparent glass so that we can also compare the liquid. Very important sifting as always. takes only some seconds. I will do it with all three of them directly. Number one. Here we have number two, Washimine. Good, so then we're done. Very important step done. And now we're gonna whisk it. We, I pre-soaked my chasen today. Very important that you always do this. Just put it into water. I had it in for longer, but one minute is enough. We don't want to have this result that we have a broken down 
Jocene, which we cannot use anymore. So always put it into water, very important. I will repeat this until the moment I stop this video, which will, I guess, never happen. So this is very important. And we're gonna just make this in a zigzag motion. So I put in some water, you see around 100 ml, three ounces of water, and then we're gonna whisk it. And we already see that this matcha gives a beautiful, beautiful foam. So quite a good sign of a very present amino acids. This is something um, which also shows a little bit of sweeter matchas. It should foam nicely. It's often a sign of um, good and a decent amount of presence of amino acids. You get this from the milk. In the milk, it's the casein, so the protein, which is then uh, giving a nice foam. Here uh, we're talking about amino acids, especially L-theanine. Good. Second one. I'm gonna wash it a bit just to not mix or blend the flavors. Same here, zigzag motion. So either W, M, zigzag, these are a little bit the words I hear when you do this motion, but in the end it's the same. And we also get with this matcha. A beautiful foam, you can see it here, very, very nice. So also here, quite decent presence of amino acids. And then we go for number three. So this is now the premium Okumidori from Mr. Nakai. Wash the chasen shortly. And uh, again, the zigzag motion. Show it to you here again. So just have a beautiful. You don't have to do it long. It's actually, this is already enough. And you see how beautiful the foam developed. And we have the third glass. And we're done. Super fast the preparation once you get a little bit used to it. And we have the three water levels. I was quite successful here. A little bit more of what's needed just to have a fair comparison. Just mix it shortly. Tuck, 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 tuck. And then we are comparing the right amount of water with the right amount of leaves and we see all three matchas as I was expecting it, showing a very decent foam. What is important is you see actually that the bubbles are very fine and this is often very important. The nice thing about the chasen or the whisk or the nice thing about whisking the matchas and creating this foam is that the foam gives it a little bit of a smoother texture. So it nearly makes you feel that you get a little bit of the of the typicity at least of a matcha latte so a little bit this creaminess which you're getting and that's the beauty of having this foam that's the beauty of whisking the matcha in the proper way if you don't 
want to buy HSN, if you don't want to invest in a tool like this, a milk frother does actually quite a decent job. So if you have a milk frother at home, use that. Good. So then let's start into tasting. Now the interesting part. So we start with the Yabukita. So this one is the one we are going to start with. Yabukita in general, what I realized or what I actually came to know is that Yabukita from its taste profile, from basic taste profile is more of a greener taste, meaning you have more spinachy notes, you have more a little bit wheatgrass note, you have, you have a little bit more maybe edamame green notes and this is a special for the Yabukita. So it pushes these green tones even a little bit further. And that's why also the abokita is very good to use for matcha latte because the milk itself, plant-based milk, always to use as the casein inhibits a little bit the uh, positive effects of the polyphenols. So if you use a plant-based milk, then this plant-based milk has a known taste and overpowers the fine, very fine notes of a very high or premium matcha. That's why abokita, in my opinion, is the best option to use for a latte. What we will see is a little bit of astringency. Yabukita shows, and that's why also Japanese tea consumer, after Mr. Yabusaki's explanations, a farmer which we know from Shizuoka told us, is that actually the Japanese consumers, tea consumers, they like both. They like the sweetness, the umami, this richness, the savoriness, the full body, but they also like the astringency because it gives the feeling of health or a healthy drink. That's why also the abukita is very well appreciated by the Japanese tea consumer. But enough of the talk, let's go into the taste. Mm. You get quite a green, beautiful, sweet. I get a, like the first flavor I really get from this matcha is an edamame flavor. Then it goes a little bit into the green, now grassy, and now in the end I get a little bit of astringency. So this tea is not astringent free, you might say so. So if you're looking for no astringency, it might be that this tea is not the right choice for you. So when you're um, uh, looking um, into matcha, Yabukita definitely shows you a very beautiful note of the screen at a mame, a fresher, citrusy, so it's quite a fresh taste profile. So super interesting in terms of um, just this very, very green side of a matcha. Good. Let's give you a little bit more notes. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit of sweet corn, so the sweet savoriness which comes in as well, it's a little bit this typical umami notes. It often reminds me of sweet corn, but it's more decent Definitely the citrusy notes and definitely the green notes are the most present in this taste profile of this matcha. Let's go to the second one. Washimine matcha. Like this you can see the whole tin, I like it better. And let me have just a small sip of water in between these two. You can wash my mouth and I don't influence. The taste notes of the second one. Good. Then let's go. Mr. Washimine or Mr. Washimine, Mr. Nakai's Washimine. 
Super different, super different. The Okumidori in general, it's definitely my, my favorite cultivar until now. Asanoka is also interesting, but the Okumidori is super interesting. I personally like it a lot because here, when we are starting to taste the matcha, it goes directly in these fresh green notes, which are kind of this uplifting kickstarter notes. With the Washimina and Okumidori in general, it's just a smoother, it's a rounder, it's full body. It has really a lot of body, which means that it's just, it seems much rounder and smoother in terms of taste profile. Very, very interesting in my opinion. I get much less of these greener notes, so it's much more decent on these green grass notes, it, which then allows nutty notes to come to the front. I got a lot, I get a lot of cashewy, a little bit cashewy buttery notes. This is what I'm getting a lot from this matcha. I also get the edamame, but not the green side of the edamame, more like the sweet, smoother notes of edamame. So edamame, when you eat it, next time when you do, pay maybe a little bit attention how the taste profiles of edamame are. And often um, with the edamame, you get a very, very beautiful kind of um, green note. And then it also gives you a very sweet and a little bit of a savory taste note with the edamame. And this is what I'm getting much more here is less this green typical spinachy notes, but much more the smoother, sweeter notes. So it's very, very different. These two, and you saw in color, actually was expecting to have a little bit more sweetness here. Here I get a little bit, there's a small undertone, a little bit of a, of a darker notes. It's not roasted notes. It's just a little bit smoother. There's a slight astringency to it. So also here we have a little bit of astringency, but it's smoother. It's less strong. Mm -hmm. Here we are much fresher, much greener, citrusy here. Mm. Much rounder, smoother. There's a slight, slight roasted note. So very, very kind of roasted cereal note, you might say. So it's much smoother, much lower, much, it shows, it seems to me you have a little bit less this Kickstarter energy and kind of a smooth, well-balanced energy, this tea. Good. So first two we compared and now we come to the premium match of Mr. Nakai. So also no Komidori, super interesting. You see that the color difference. So quite interesting when you have a look at it um, here, much greener here. A little bit more uh, brownish, yellowish. Doesn't devaluate this, and that's important. Here, also learning is not the absolute greenest is always the best. It should be an indicator. You should go for an intense green matcha because when they are yellow or gray, they're low quality, they're um, culinary grade or uh, lower grade matchas, which you can use for bake baking and stuff like that or even doing your matcha latte. Here we see that with the high grade, there are some differences, but it doesn't mean automatically that the greener the better. But now we come to the greenest. So let's see 
what the main difference is versus these two. Wow, okay, good. Again, super different to what I had before. And here, what I'm getting a lot is strong, strong, a little bit buttery and milky notes. So what I already get from here, moving from the Seisui or the Yabukita to the Okumidori, is that it get much, much smoother, which confirms with this matcha. But the main difference between these two is and there's much more this cashew, smooth, nutty, buttery note which I'm getting from it. It's like super, super smooth, no astringency. So here definitely what we see is, and I even guess that Mr. Nakai is shading this tea a little bit longer. So the shading process also provokes that there's more theanine in the tea. More theanine means that the catechins are pushed down. Catechins pushed down means less astringency. So here we are getting much more this smooth, very, very sweet flavor profile. Mm. I got more of this green. So here I get this edamame flavor, but more the sweeter and smoother side with a little bit of hinted roast notes or a hint of roasted notes. And here I'm getting much more uh, kind of this a little bit greener side of the edabame, but without getting the citrusy and refreshing tones I'm getting from the first matcha. And it smoothens out and there's really no astringency to it. So super interesting as well. If I had to decide for my favorite, I would definitely go for this one because I like these fresher notes in a matcha, but I'm much more in this full-bodied round spectrum. I feel really at home in my taste but feel at home in this area. And that's why this one here is definitely my favorite of these three. Having a very smooth, very sweet, and very, very, very kind of well outbalanced between this a little bit green notes and this smooth kind of sweet round full body notes. Good. So this is more or less the comparison I want to do today. I hope you like this a little bit deep dive. I tried to give you as many information that I could. I used 70 degrees Celsius water, 165 Fahrenheit. This is the temperature I like to use and uh, do by my matcha with. You can even go a little bit higher. You're pushing a little bit the astringency when you go higher. And um, yeah, that's that. More or less it. Thanks a lot for watching. I hope I see you soon. Bye bye. And if you have a question, please leave a comment and we will try to respond as quick as possible. See you and bye-bye.